Five Drive. All right, you're tuned into the Five Drive Heritage Tour, driven by Suzuki. And as mentioned, we're currently hugging the coastline, the eastern coastline of South Africa anyway, which, of course, from Cape Town extends from the western into the eastern Cape and eventually KZN as you get further and further toward the top of the country and ultimately Mozambique. But we begin down right at the bottom in False Bay along the Cape Town coastlines at a part of the world called Strunfontein. Now, Strunfontein is just a little bit further peeled back from the likes of Cork Bay and Simonstown and Smitswinkel and the likes and is a part of the Cape Town's surfing history story that is not as often told because it's a part of the Cape Town surfer's history story that speaks to the marginalized and specifically the colored communities that live around those areas. So through a good friend of mine and now the show's Steve shooter the team and i went to go and surf with a man by the name of nigel saville who is leading an incredible project out in this area called nine miles which is doing the most amazing work ever to get kids off the street to help them find safe spaces and deep connections with the ocean it's a wonderful thing and a beautiful thing and it also was a relatively cold morning. So all of us went out, many of us never having surfed before at all, Nadia included in that mix. How are you feeling? Because you're looking out on that ocean and it's like, it doesn't look like the warmest thing in the world. No, I was very nervous uh, for many reasons, including the whole spring tide thing having like just happened before we went. Um, not just, but like a few days before. Dude, pretty much. Um, and the weather was overcast and cold, and uh, Seal Island was in view. Visible despite so I was the like, clouds. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> this is the best time and, and day to, to attempt surfing. Yeah. It was so much fun, though. And I just look, the look on all of our faces when we were out there like, get into the ocean if you can. And also, check out this project if ever you're feeling like you want to be inspired by the story of a great South African. So here we are standing up on a ledge of a place in Strandfontein that used to be like a pillar of the community. It became largely unused. There was an amphitheater behind it that hadn't shown a concert since Brenda Fassi, um, which would have been at least a good couple decades ago. But in this space, they've reclaimed it and they've built this amazing project. Let me introduce this yeah. le local legend because Nigel Saville, founder of the Nine Miles Project, is um, someone well-respected in his community for identifying a crucial need. I mean, there's lots of beautiful NPOs in the area doing similar things, but Nigel focused on his local community and he started doing this without the intention of it becoming so successful. But I think because the energy and the intention was such a good one, it's why it is so successful today. Yes, yeah, so welcome to Nine Miles Project, um, located here at this beautiful space. This is Stramfontein Pavilion. And this space is actually, was built in 1983, 40 years old. And of course it was built in a time of apartheid segregation. So it's kind of was built kind of for um, colors and blacks. But it's such a, a beautiful space. This is actually the largest tidal pool in the Southern Hemisphere. Can you, can you believe that? And that straight there is Seal Island. Straight there, yeah. And of course, we can't see it now with the clouds, but of course you have Cape Point there, and then you have Hunklip, which brings this beautiful bay, False Bay. And the cool thing about False Bay is you have, the, you have the Atlantic Ocean, and you have the Indian Ocean, and it kind of converges and it mixes here. So you'll actually find in, in our waters here, that's why we have these beautiful kelp forests 
um, kind of Simon's Town there, you'll find species there that you won't even find anywhere in the world because of the mixture of the, the cold and the warm water, yeah. And so this space, like summertime, you get thousands and thousands of people here. Come December, you'll have like 8,000 people here. This beach is full, but it's a perfect introduction into the ocean, this tidal pool. Um, so, so people flock from all over here. And as you can see here behind us, this is the amphitheater. Beautiful. And I think the last big official concert here was actually Brenda Fussy. Oh. Yeah. And um, so Nine Miles made its home here 10 years ago. And um, for, for many years, probably about 17 years, the space has been really like a white elephant, run down, um, little, you know, maintenance here and there. As you can see, this building is actually condemned. Um, but, you know, I came here, we, we asked the, the municipality, um, give us a space, and they gave us a space. And we transformed it into the safe space that we call Nine Miles Today. And where the journey actually starts is actually just a kilometer further down, which is a beach called Nine Miles. And the name Nine Miles came from surfers of color that couldn't surf at Musenberg in a part of time. So they came from Musenberg down the coast and they found this beach. So it's Nine Miles from, from Musenberg. And so surfers of color started to surf actually at Nine Miles. Like. And this story is one that you're going to get to hear on the show today. It's inspiring, it's beautiful, and it's right here on our doorstep in wonderful South Africa. We had such an inspirational morning as a team. Uh, we went surfing in Strandfontein near Musenberg. What an iconic part of the False Bay coastline we were in and on in a seemingly cloudy but not too cold time of the year, I suppose, as things slowly begin to heat as we were in spring hanging out with the most inspirational people in the world. So a good friend of mine and of the show, Steve Shooter, who does countless amounts of different projects. You know, he's got his podcast, he's got uh, work he does for Wavescape, which is a fantastic organization that benefits so many communities through the power of surf. And he invited us to come and meet this incredible man that we're standing with now who's from the Strandfontein community. He is a product of it and a pillar of of it now providing hope and 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 opportunity to young people who live in a part of our country that is rife with social ills and real problems that these kids go through and he's saying to them come into the ocean and come and find some respite and some therapy from all of that and for a person like Nigel Savile to do something like this is just a wonderful way to protect the unique history and heritage of the relationship that his community has with the ocean that is right near it for him and so many others. We have 120 kids um, that we walk a journey with. I mean, we impact thousands and thousands of youth in um, outreach components, but the 120 is our babies. So they come in at the age of 10 and we walk the journey with them. Some of them are now 23 years old that, that are with us, but we walk their journey with them until they can become sustainable in life, active citizens, contributing, become agents of change. So we walk this whole journey through them. And it's not an easy journey. That's why our approach is holistic, because we believe that you cannot change a child's life in isolation. You have to impact the family. And that family is in a community. So then you have to adopt the community. And I guess like what Steve is saying, it, it all grew kind of organically to, to that thing. Like we up in the West Coast in Yellens Bay, which is three hours drive from here. Um, and then we're also in St. Francis Bay, eight hours drive from there. And how we got there was there was a need and people saw the work we were doing and there were coastal communities plagued with the same scourge and they, they called us out to, 
to bring our interventions, our insights and stuff like that. And then that's, that's, that's how we've reached there. And we have a passionate young team. So basically, our team is, yeah, under, 80% of them is under the age of 30. And I mean, they come in with no skills. But they come in with a heart and a passion for youth and the community. Because skills you can teach. But an attitude and a love and a heart is, is, is rare to find. So they come in raw, they come in here, but, they have, but they're eager to learn and grow. And some of them manage many of our successful programs. To- when we decided this year that we wanted to find people that are in and of themselves milestones and pillars of their community, we didn't think that we'd find so many amazing stories. And I was having a catch-up with a friend last night after the show we was still in the waterfront who has left South Africa and immigrated and and is, uh, and, and is pursuing his life and his career in Australia. And I said to him genuinely, because I meant it, I said, you know, like many of us, when I started this tour, I wasn't in the best headspace about South Africa at all. There are plenty of reasons to feel negative about our country. But over the course of the last two and a half weeks through this heritage tour, I personally am very proud to tell anybody who wants to know that I live in one of the greatest countries in the world because it's full of people with amazing stories. And if you want proof, just keep listening. Keep listening to this show and go back into the archives. Watch the videos that we've put on the FireFim app. Go and take a look at the stuff that's on our Instagram page. Go and search through the audio clips that we upload every single day amazing stories of incredible people living all over this country of which the people you're hearing from today are yet another example of five fm to the power of five catch up from some of the best moments from the five drive team by going to five fm's catch up page on the five fm app or five fm.co.city